Welcome to TMI Today with Rita Bocuzzi and Jen Lee. In this podcast, there is no such thing as too much information. We are diving into all of the taboo topics from money and careers to relationships and parenting to whatever else we've been too afraid to discuss as women. Listen in and join the movement as we raise each other up in our everyday lives. Hello and welcome all to TMI, another fabulous episode I cannot wait to share. You know, TMI can stand for too much information or today's motivational insights, where we give you the insights to life skills that we get to obtain from experts and that they're sharing in the world because these conversations aren't typically happening. And I get to do this with the fabulous Jen Lee. She is a financial stress, I say stress reduction attorney extraordinaire. So when it comes to anything financial and you're having stress around it or any kind of scarcity, you gotta contact Jen Lee because she is like no other. And I am Mama Rita. Mama Rita Money is what I'm known to be. And anytime you want to know how to make, grow, or keep money, when you think of that, think of Mama Rita. And today we have an absolutely wonderful guest that I absolutely adore. I know I'm saying absolutely a lot because I feel so emphatic about the fact of how amazing not only is Jen, but Tanya Newbold. She is a life transformation strategist, also extraordinaire, because for me personally, she helped really save the life of my daughter-in-law, which means she helped save the life of my grandson and my son and my whole family. So I get emotional just talking about it. And I wanted to share her skills because I think it's a talk. And you probably, if you listen to the prior episode with my daughter-in-law, Becca, how much and how important it is to have somebody as amazing as Tanya in your corner when you're experiencing postpartum. And I know that's not all Tanya does. So we're going to get to find out more. And so Tanya, welcome. Welcome to TMI. And we're just, Jen and I are so super excited to have you here today. Well, Rita and Jen, I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. I think one of the things that I we always like to, you know, people like to know the background of why, why we're doing what we're doing. What's our why? How do we get to where we are at? Where'd you get, how'd you get here? How'd you get to be a life transformation strategist? And what did that journey entail? Well, we could go on for hours for that, but I'm going to cliff note it. Um, <laughs> you know, it's interesting. What I love to say sometimes is our mess is our message. I have had uh, a very interesting life, everything from being adopted, growing up with an alcoholic father, a bipolar mom, moving to California to be an actor, uh, eventually getting married to the love of my life, 25 years now, and went on to have this beautiful, thank you so much, Jen, beautiful daughter. I got pregnant naturally at 42, had her at 43, always wanted a child, all is well, and then I have her. I had a traumatic recovery because I had a C-section. I do not do well with anesthesia. And uh, within a couple of weeks, went into very, very severe perinatal mood and anxiety disorders. And they're called, I'm going to cliff note it so everyone knows, PMADS, which that's what it stands for, perinatal mood anxiety disorder. And there's actually what 
people do not realize is that there's actually nine levels. I suffered seven out of nine of them. Mm-hmm. I would not wish this on my worst enemy. And, you know, the umbrella term usually is postpartum depression. And at the time I went through it, I could not find information. I had no idea what I was going through. I thought I was crazy. Um, everyone kind of thought I was crazy too and abandoned me because of it. Because here in the States, usually when people have a baby, it's like, I'm going to let you bond with your baby. I'm going to tell you right now, that's a big mistake. What a mom needs when she has a baby is a sense of community and tribe. So this whole, I'm going to give you that space. Don't do it. Knock on the door. What can I bring you? Go take a shower. I got you. I'm here. I'm just going to sit here. You don't have to talk to me. I just want you to know you are not alone. It's very, very important because sometimes the spouse has to work. My husband had a corporate job. He had to work every day. It wasn't his fault. So he would leave. I've, I had a colicky baby and I'm just sitting there going, oh my God, what have I done to myself? Mm-hmm. So through that, not knowing what was wrong with me and everyone would be like, go for a walk. I couldn't leave the house. I was so terrified. Mm-hmm. And eventually a girlfriend gave me a book that I finally read four and a half months in called down came the rain by Brooke Shields. And that was the first time I went, Oh my God, I postpartum depression. And I could finally put a label to what I had. Once I recognized that I then was able to seek help and everyone wanted to put me on antidepressants. I will tell you now, if I went through this again, I would take the antidepressants. I'm very holistic. So I was like, no, not me. And I suffered far longer than I needed to. I did eventually get on 5-HTP and rose tip oil, which acted like a natural Prozac. And in five and a half months, I came out of it. Thank God. Once I came out of it, I recognized that there just really was not a lot of information on it. So because of that, I had the forethought that there needed to be a documentary so that people could learn and understand what this is. And I have been interviewed by this amazing woman. Her name is Jamie Lynn Lippman. She's a director. Being a former actor, she had interviewed me for a documentary called Die Trying. And I loved her. And I was like, you know, I have an idea for a documentary and I want you to direct it. And she had a four month old baby. She said, well, I didn't have postpartum depression. I don't know that I'm your person, but I'll tell you what, I'll put it up on a mommy blog and let's see what happens. She put a post saying, would anyone give a testimony? 24 hours later, she called me. She said, we have over 100 women that said, I will. I think you're on to something. So from there, we co-created with another amazing woman, Lindsay Gerst, When the Bow Breaks, a documentary about postpartum depression, which Brooke Shields narrated and executive produced. So it is now in 200 countries and six languages and is helping save lives. Yeah, beautiful. Amazing. What a beautiful story. You know, I'd love to, you know, having experienced this firsthand, uh, not being, when and when I say firsthand, I mean firsthand as the outsider uh, of the person. Like I'm what, I did not go through postpartum uh, in my pregnancies and then saw the signs of, of seeing that in my daughter-in-law. The traumatic birth, like you said, she had the C-section, traumatic birth, Um, severe um, sleep deprivation, even from the month prior, 
from not sleeping due to the position of the baby and pressing on a nerve. So all these things culminated together, you could see it. And my son having to take care of her also was tapped out while yeah. working because this, you know, he was getting sleep deprived as well because he's taking care of her. And then you have the baby and you bring the baby home. And I could see, like you said, for so I'm an Italian mama. So we're all about the family gets all in. Yes. We know it takes a village. It really, really does take yeah. a village. Whereas, you know, I see other family members and parents saying, hey, you know what, this is their experience. We did our job. They get to do theirs. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's quite shocking because they need help. And so one of the things that I wanted to share is how you ask questions, because in the, the first time I noticed, I asked them so do you want me to spend the night because I could see to help them and and she would say no because she didn't want to impose on me right that's a big mm -hmm. ask and so she's like no no we'll be fine the other thing is that she kept on thinking she had to do it all alone because that's what yep. she had been told she kept thinking that and I'm yeah. like no you know this saying it takes a village probably started from people having babies um, I believe that's where it originated. I'm not 100%, 100%. sure. It, it makes sense. And so the next time I saw her and I could see that they were in even worse condition, which mm -hmm. then makes the baby more um, irritable and not sleeping. So it's this whole cycle. And I just asked her, I said, I'm not asking if you want me to spend the night. I'm asking if it's okay for me to spend the night right? Like, Beautiful. would you mind if I stayed because you need help and I want to help you? It almost has to be that. It had to be that strong an ask. Like mm -hmm. when she, and literally her answer is, I don't know. Yeah. Because she feels lost. She wants help and they don't know how to ask. The first time mama. So I said, okay. I said, since you don't know, I will be staying. Beautiful. Point you want me to leave, let me know. Right. So I was open to that. And uh, I think that people being more open, what other, maybe any other myths or misconceptions um, that you can think of around this? Like I know you covered, so the medication is a big thing. So she was worried about the stigma of that. Yeah. Um, but the reality, you know, for me is if you are starting to have severe depression or maybe even near suicidal thoughts or any kind of thoughts of harming yourself it is far better or the baby or the baby yeah. you've got a far if the risks far outweigh the benefits right meaning correct you must go get help and get that medication to help because it's hormonal it's trauma it's many things all at once right it is. And, you know, it's very interesting what we found, too, through the research we did while filming the documentary is that it can be generational. Mm -hmm. It can be from a post-traumatic event, such as a traumatic birth. Mm -hmm. It can be, and yet it's not consistent because you maybe have it with the first, not the second, or not have it with the first, but have it with the second. Um, it also, again, nutrition, lack of tribe lack mm -hmm. of sleep, uh, any, if you have a history of depression or your mom does, 
these are all things to be on high alert and aware. And one of the things I'm working with an amazing, she is a PhD head of reproductive psychology at Cedar sinai Dr. Anav Accord. She's the most amazing, incredible woman. And what our conversation is about bringing more compassionate care in the perinatal mood department, because there is not enough we, you know, here in the States, we're very much like a factory. It's like, see the patient, move on, do this, do that. And the truth is we need time together. We need time in, we need to look in someone's eyes and say, how are you doing? Ava's pediatrician even said to me, she had no idea that I was suffering because I'm an actor. I could pull it together and go into the pediatrician and be all smiley and fine and go home and be a mess. So she had absolutely no idea what I was suffering. So the myth that you're supposed to do this, it's supposed to be great. You, if you're not a good mom, if you don't do it, social media, and I'm going to say a curse word, fuck social media because people put their best pictures on there. Look at me with my baby. It's so great. And the truth is you, that person could be absolutely hysterically crying all day long on the other side, but you don't, they don't show that I give, I just had the honor of meeting Paulina Poritzkova. I don't know if you know who she is, but she was top, top, top superstar model for many years. She was married to Rick Ocasek from the cars Phenomenal woman, kind, beautiful. And she now is on Instagram showing her true self, tears all, no work done. I give that woman so much kudos that she is brave and strong and gives space to others to be like, oh, that's the truth right there. Not this bullshit that everyone loves to show that everyone else has this FOMO, fear of missing out, or they're looking at it going, Oh my God, I can't do that. It's a false reality. So mm-hmm. that's a myth right there. So I love that, Tanya, because I do a lot of talking about like what you see is not real. Like everyone that's going on vacation, you don't know about the debt that they have. You don't know about all the yeah. financial stress they have. So I talk about that a lot. But I love that you post that or that you say that because it is so hard to equate your reality with what you see people posting and you always feel like you're alone and that's where this whole postpartum depression thing I think comes from is you never hear about it because no one wants to talk about things that are hard they just want to talk about how great everything is and look at me I'm fabulous so yeah yeah and I think it's yes absolutely helpful so one of the things that I was wondering because I know you had a whole bandwidth of resources so for the mamas out there you know we heard from Becca I mean it took you uh, you know, as a postpartum coach, it took a postpartum therapy group. It took a psychotherapist. It took a psychiatrist because actually her OB was not listening to her. So she Correct. had to find another one. Her OB was in disagreement with her having, even though he knew she was depressed, he knew he, instead of saying, Hey, let's leave that for the specialist. He was like, you don't need to do this. You shouldn't do this. And, you know, this is a young male, uh, not for anything, but he was a young male doctor. He right. doesn't, he doesn't un- experience what his patients experience. And so when she shared with me that he was in disagreement, I said, then find another one. Yep. Right. So find another one. So get other opinions, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe 
maybe if you have, okay, one says yes, one says no, then get a third. And I'm going to say, definitely, I would go to not that men can't be compassionate, but I think that a female doctor who has gone through pregnancy is a great prerequisite for understanding what women go through in the process. Because once we go through it, could you ever explain that to somebody? We could have never known what it would be like on the other side. So yeah, are there yeah. any others that I'm missing? Any other team players or thoughts about that? Yeah, I mean, well, no, you're you're covering it beautifully. So let me say that. But what also too, let's say you're in a small town and you only have a male doctor. It's mm -hmm. very important if I if you're in a tiny town somewhere in Kansas and you do not have the resources, what mm -hmm. I'm going to say to you then is find an advocate your best friend, someone that you trust, someone that you can share what you're going through truthfully, that you can say to them, I am afraid of what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking. Please be here with me. And I'm not asking you to judge me, but I'm asking you to be my advocate and be here with me. Because sometimes if we feel like even one person hears us, sees us, then we're, we're okay. What people don't realize is that perinatal mood and anxiety disorders affect one in five women and one in 10 men. Mm -hmm. And so men actually get ignored. My mm -hmm. husband suffered. We both suffered. So now you have two people suffering and a brand new baby. So mm -hmm. this poor baby is not getting the compassionate love and care that she needs based on two human beings that can barely function. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it took me years to forgive myself from that and to allow myself to be like, it's okay. Like mm -hmm. she's fine. We're fine. And that's the other thing I really want everyone to hear. This is not permanent. When mm -hmm. I went through it, I literally thought, oh my God, this is my life for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. This is it. What have mm -hmm. I done? Mm -hmm. No. Subsequently, my life is the most amazing life. I am so blessed. I love my daughter so much. I love that I am a mama. I love my husband. He loves being a dad. So I really want you to hear, yes, you may go through a time that is devastatingly difficult. Mm -hmm. It is not permanent. Take the medication. You will not be on it forever. Do whatever you have to do to right-size yourself because a happy mama equates with a happy baby and a happy fa family. Me I, being so holistic and s righteous about it, I suffered way longer than I needed to. Didn't have to do that. And one of the things that, you know, Beck and I, when we started to talk about this and wanted to share was that um, if, I think one of the pieces of advice is to create a team and create that village before you have your yes. baby. Before yes. You have it. So it's pre postpartum planning. And yes. even if you don't have postpartum depression, you get to be you. I think that one of the things that um, women struggle with is I, my body has changed. I have changed. My life has now changed. But one of the things is if you can have a village of people that maybe can come and babysit. So you could go out with your, your spouse and have mm -hmm. time to feel normal. And then each of you, I like giving you know the kids two dates a week, which means I get two dates a week with my grandson. <laughs> and so they get to go out with their them each other and have a date and remember how they were because they're still young. 
and they get to go out with their own friends. Like she'll go out with her girlfriends. He'll go out with his guy friends so that they don't lose this semblance. And it is so healthy for them. And they yes. come home and it is such a loving atmosphere for the baby because a lot of times they come home early from their dates, um, you know, whether it's with friends or whatever, because they miss the baby. Yes. Yeah. So doing it ahead of time is another thing. So I know we're coming, you know, nearer to the end. So this is not the only thing you do. You're a life transformation strategist. Explain a little bit what that means and who are your primary clients? I know postpartum is an expertise of yours, but you have more that you share. Well, I've been studying different modalities for 25 years, and I'm currently getting my accreditation through the International Coaches Federation and the Academy of Coaching Excellence. What that means is I have a lot of hours in on coaching human beings. And wherever you're at in your life, if you're looking at your life going, huh, I see that over there. Why am I, why can't I make this happen? We look at what that is. I do a discovery questionnaire and we go through and we dismantle your structures of knowing. And a lot of times it's in the language that you're using because our words create our reality. Our thoughts create our reality. And we have to be very cognizant of the way we think and the way we speak. And then we get into the space that's the, the observational gap of everything else to where you start to see like, oh, I'm actually creating my life. So let me create what I want to create. And so I up-level my clients and I guarantee my work. That's all there is to it because my clients who come through me, when they're done, they are living a different life than before they came. So I love what I do. With that being said, I just had the honor of co-authoring a book with 20 other authors called Absolute Vision. I highly recommend it. They are stories of people who have gone, mine of course is around my perinatal mood and anxiety disorders and how I took that as a vision and have now created the life that I have. So there's everything from cancer, financial distress, all the things, then how people have shifted their life. It's on Amazon, grab a copy, you'll be glad you did. And I also have created a candle and diffuser called Sozo Heart. So S-O-Z-O, Sozo is a Greek word that means redemption and revival, and it comes from S-O-S. And so I handpicked the essential oils for the candle. The candle targets depression and anxiety and creates a sense of grounding. And it has a crystal quartz in it, which is the most healing stone. And then the diffuser targets anxiety and helps with sleep has lavender from high up in the mountains of France and has black obsidian in it, which cuts negativity and helps quiet the mind. And so these are wonderful resources for new mamas and for anyone. 10% of all the sales goes to maternal mental health now. And my collaborator, Ubalam Candles, plants a tree for everyone sold. So we are up-leveling the world and helping the ecosystem and all recyclable packaging and vegan safe, blah, blah, blah. And then I have a jewelry line called Del Pozo Jewelry. Check it out. I have fun stuff. But also I created a beautiful piece of jewelry for new mamas, very much like the Breast Cancer Awareness Ribbon, Sozo Heart. It's a beautiful heart pendant, which represents perinatal mood and anxiety disorders. Because the goal is, Rita, you're wearing it. I'm wearing it. We're like, 
I see you. Yep. We're tribe. I understand you because I want to decimate the stigma around this subject and bring it into the light where it can just be a conversation like breast cancer that it's not a big deal. We go through it, we survive, and we are warriors. Love it. Beautiful. All right. One last thing. Yes. What's one fun fact about you? <laughs> okay. So I'm going to say the funnest fact about me that people would be like, what? Is I have a tattoo that covers over half my body. <laughs> <laughs> I do. People are always like, you? It's a great big, beautiful dragon, which represents my daddy because he collected dragons. And the first time, in fact, our, our dear friend, Liz Swadek, Warrior Women, the first time she saw me in a swimsuit, she literally thought I had a T-shirt on with it painted on. She was like, what? <laughs> well, where can people find what you are sharing? And we will definitely post links so that they'll be able to click it as well. Thank you so much. The easiest way is tanyanewbold.com, which is T-A-N-Y-A-N-E-W-B-O-U-L-D.com. Follow me on Instagram. I have Del Pozo Jewelry, Sozo Heart, Spiritually Inspired Coaching, you know, all the things. So I am very accessible. I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. Love to connect. If anyone is looking for a chance to ship their life, love to do a discovery call. Beautiful. Thank you so much for everything you offer. Yes, thank, uh, you, thank you for having me. Thank you, Jen and Rita. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you.